It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. In the Senate, we want to be deliberate. We want to move quickly. We want to get this done as soon as possible. Yeah, like before the midterms, that's when they want to get it done by. Oh, boy, are we in for a fight, Jen. It's going to be interesting to see. And you know what? The funny part about it was yesterday when uh, Chief, well, not Chief Justice, but the Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer said he was going to step down. Well, he thought it was going to be a secret. It got leaked out and it was everywhere. And, of course, with the you know the president had promised on the campaign trail that the next Supreme Court Justice, if he had the chance to nominate one, would be a black woman. So they all of a sudden came out, well, here's your five top candidates. And then at the bottom of that list, Kamala Harris. And I went, you got to yep. be kidding me. Yep. You even put her on the list to t- take a seat on the Supreme Court? Are you nuts? Think of it, though. Think of the problems that that would solve. Of course, she would want to do it because it's like a job for life. But think of the problems that would solve for Biden. He gets rid of a horrible vice president. It's, it uh, fills the quota that they've already decided on to have a black woman. I mean, there, there won't be anybody but a black female on there. I mean, they decided that in... The campaign trail. Right, right. Uh, it, it, it's, I don't have a problem with that. However, I did hear, and, and I see both sides of the story. I understand why he would like to put an African-American woman on the Supreme Court. I, I think it'd be phenomenal. It, it represents, you know, all of America. So it would be nice. Mm-hmm. However, why does it have to be your gender, your nationality, your religion, whatever the case may be? Why does that come first before your actual capability, your talent, your job performance. And when you're talking about Supreme Court justices, it's got to be the cream of the crop. It's it's completely everything about the Democrats. Everything is race based. All of it. Everything is, is run through a racial filter because that's how they know. That's what they play upon. And that's how the only way they can win. Yeah, I, that's the only way they do it. Something else, too, about Breyer being upset that the news leaked. Apparently, he's this is something else we're learning about Supreme Court justices. They have people. Like politicians have people, like a team of people that are talking to the press saying, here's what he's upset about. He's getting forced out. Right. Not that it leaked, that he's getting forced out. He had no intention of leaving. How do you like that? Isn't that terrible? Yeah, they wanted him gone so Biden could put his pick in there. They will never make the Ruth Bader Ginsburg mistake again. That was the biggest mistake the Democrats ever, ever made because she... You know, they gave her a chance to get out of it. They were so confident that Hillary was going to win. Right. It was a shoe in There was no doubt that she was going to win. She said, well, I'd like to serve a couple more years <laughs> and, and go out on my terms. Okay. Well, then, boom, Trump comes along, and all of a sudden, he gets another pick. Right. And then, well, and look what they did to that poor guy. How long it took him. They, I'm trying to think they, they were talking about justices and how long it took for them from nominee to becoming approved by the Senate and the House and moving on. And I'm trying to think of who it was that was Amy Coney Barrett, I think, was the shortest. It took it a month. And that was that she's the only one. All the rest met. You know, there were challenges elsewhere, whether it be from the Senate or the House or whoever challenged it. But it was like, okay, I this woman that they're speaking of, however, traditionally in the past, the Supreme Court justice has come out of the 11th District Court of Appeals, which is based in Washington, D.C. And I think it's because everyone knows those justices. And in many cases, it's a former president that put that justice there. Uh, this Katanji Brown Jackson from Miami, which is great. Uh, she's on the 11th District Court of Appeals. And she used to be a clerk for my for Breyer. 
Yeah. So oh, that, absolutely. I think she's the sure win. She's going to go right to the top. And it's no, I mean, listen, philosophically, it's not going to change unless they put a complete radical in there. Like uh, Stacey Abrams' sister is another one nominated or uh, bandied about. Did you hear that? No. Oh, yeah. That's another oh, that's, one. That's, I, and high on the list, like the like the final five. Oh, she's a, that Leslie Abrams. Gar- I didn't realize that was because her last name's Gardner. I didn't realize the Abrams was oh, yeah. the Stacey Abrams family. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. The whole yeah. family tree. Here's the amazing thing, though. So check this out. This is why they're so short-sighted. They were so mad at Mansion and Kirsten Cinema. Remember? Because of the whole uh, Build Back Better garbage thing and the filibuster fight. Right. They've actually started the process of primering out cinema in, in Arizona. The Democrats have to get rid of her because they know they can't count on her. Wow. So now they need, they need those two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Stab me in the back, and, oh, yeah. and then come groveling back because now you need me to pass your Supreme Court justice nominee. Wow. Wild. It, it, Wild. It's a. It's a. You know, politics is a horrible business. I'm it's sorry. It's horrible. But it, this it, is where this. Well, it got more interesting. At least, let's say that much. It was. It, well, it gave us something else to talk about. I was like, exactly. oh, that's cool. Thanks so very much. Here's something to talk about, though. There, we are putting to bed. It is rested. It's finally done after what Trump said yesterday. He's running again. It's it's confirmed. He said. Yeah. It. Did he, he really? He said it. I, you know, I saw. I, I was it Matt Gates that tweeted it, and all of a sudden it goes, "He's running," and it was yeah. in big letters. And I went, "Okay." And I yeah. went to the Twitter page, and it doesn't make any reference to anything other than he said he's running. And I went, "He's got to be talking about Trump." We got that wow. coming up, and uh, what's the governor's latest uh, fight? against the feds in getting some Regeneron back in the state. He may have made some progress yesterday, maybe, kind of, sort of. It's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. This is Jan. I'm Bill. Keep it here. Well, so much news, of course, popped up right after we got off the air yesterday, recapping all that stuff and what's the latest. Karen's got news coming up. What's going on? I thought one of the most interesting stories was Prince Andrew demanding a jury trial. Yeah, why? I know. Does he think he's likable? I mean, is that why he's it's doing this? It's a strange this? move. He he formally denied all the allegations yeah. that he sexually abused a teenage girl from Palm Beach County. She's a woman now, Virginia Gouffray. Uh, according to that filing in New York, uh, he responded to the allegations in Gouffray's lawsuit. It's a civil suit. So he could still settle. He could not show up for the trial, even though he's asked for it. And then if she does win any money, good luck getting him to pay it. Yeah, because he's been cut loose by the queen, so he's going to say he's broke. Well, that too, or he just, <laughs> how are you going to get him to pay it? That's the other thing. I'm a pauper. I have no money. Why does, it, why does it seem that the victim, the alleged victim in this case, is being prosecuted before she even gets there? Everything's on his side. Yeah, and maybe that's why he asked for a jury. Right. Maybe he knows they'll never give it to him, and this way it makes it look like he's innocent. I don't know. Well, she's got two big things of evidence that he can't deny. Uh, there's a woman that saw her at the disco with yeah. him dancing, and then there's a letter he wrote to Epstein asking about her. Really? Yes. Oh, he's done. He's oh, toast to toast to toaster. Anyway. <laughs> The queen hasn't let him back in the house, I don't think. He's, he's stuck in the, she's locked him up in the attic while all the other royals you don't see. Go yeah. walk the corgis again. Wow. He's in the dungeon. That more coming up. All right, thanks, Karen. We'll uh, see you for news not too far from right now. Coming up at 6.30, News Talk 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show. And I don't know whether this was planned on the docket already or this was hastily put together, but it was a big deal in Miami, Jen, specific uh, to Regeneron, a roundtable in Miami, that Governor Ron DeSantis headed up, and some of the things he's lashing out, he's not giving up this fight on Regeneron and getting it back from the feds. And then to do it so abruptly with no notice, I mean, they have this available, 
I mean, what they could have said is anyone that's got appointments for the next five days can be honored, or they could say maybe two weeks from now. I mean, I still wouldn't have liked that. But, man, to leave people hanging the way they have um, is really, really problematic. I agree with him wholeheartedly, and I think you do too, because we had this conversation when we found out, was it Monday night, the FDA pulled Regeneron and the Eli Lilly drug and said, Matt, they don't work. In the dead of night. 2,000, 2000 appointments just on Tuesday. And many of these people didn't find out until they were actually driving to the site. That's right. horrible. And here's the thing, too. This is where uh, the administration, the Bidens, have made a huge mistake in making Ron DeSantis a national figure. This is now a national news story, even though it directly affects Florida. Everybody's aware of this. And I'm telling you, people see this kind of thing when it comes to a health decision or helping somebody that was taking a step to try to combat COVID. And they see that the White House gets in the way. This is a bad mistake for Biden. Yeah, I mean, this it, really hurts them. It looks like he's trying to kill people. It uh, really does. Be honest. You know, and, 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 you know, maybe the FDA is right. But, again, why don't they ever show the proof first and then say, based on this, and the, the governor's right, you know, based on this, we say it doesn't work. But since you've already got an appointment, you want to go. It's not going to hurt you if you get it. Because they said there's these severe side effects. Did you hear what those side effects are yet, by the way? No, I haven't heard a thing. Okay. Again, so this is a massive, massive health decision. Thousands of people, potentially tens of thousands, you know, for people that were still going to go get Regeneron, based on nothing. It's, it's there's scary. no, there's nothing written on a paper. There's no study. There's no, there's no data. Nothing. They just took it away. Yeah, it's like sorry, you're not going to get it. However, we do have this other third drug for monoclonal use, but you have to go to the hospital to get it. You got to be on death's door, and it's on limited basis. So, so what happens to somebody who was thinking if they went to get the Regeneron or the other treatment that they would be, you know, this is going to save me. Now right. what? They're sitting right. at a hospital that doesn't have this drug because it's, you know, delved out. We only got 3,000 doses in the state. That's yeah. not a lot of dose. And for, you know, health officials with the FDA that have complained that, and the CDC actually too, that have complained that hospitals are overrun. All right, well, so you're sending more people into hospitals yeah. where it could have been taken care of therapeutically at, at these pop-up sites. They don't work though, Bill. They don't work. Man. That's pretty, it's pretty scary. I tell you, it's bad. This is uh, some of the rest of what DeSantis said. This is why we think he's not going to give up this fight. You know, we're very much opposed uh, to the way that particularly the thousands of Floridians who were in the system waiting to get treatment um, to them wake up to an email saying that these treatments are now prohibited and tough luck, go, go take an aspirin, that's just fundamentally wrong. That is not the way you treat people. I don't wow. know what the next move is. I really don't. And I think a real relevant question now is, like I told you, when I was at Regeneron, getting Regeneron at the West Pointon Center, the guy giving me the shots was saying, yeah, we got more shipments coming in. we got more uh, doses coming do, the, uh, do those have a shelf life? Who knows? Yeah, like, is all that wasted? I would think their shelf life's probably pretty long. I mean, most drugs, I, I would assume they last at least a year, if not longer than that. So, yeah, but where did they go? I don't know. Don't know. I don't know whether they just get tossed. Who knows? That What a shame that would be. It sure After would the fight be. to get more Regeneron doses. Yeah, I, you know, and it it's... It, it, none of the, and and just to go off Trackistan for a second, I had this conversation with my brother yesterday, and he was trying to explain to me why, when they're now saying, like all of Europe, by the way, is lifting, I mean, like almost every country in Europe is lifting all its restrictions. Oh, it's all amazing. All mask restrictions. You can go outside. Right. You can play. Businesses can reopen. Uh, Omicron, they said in the United States, probably by next week will be nil. It's, yep. it's going to go away. 
because it it peaked and now it's on the downslide. So then why are they saying that Pfizer and Moderna are developing vaccines for the Omicron variant that will come out in March? (laughs) Like, it's gone. I, I don't get it's it, everything get that the it. CDC does or the FDA does or I, they they make no sense to me. Nope. I'm like, explain this one. And they don't tell you why. Why would you come out with the vaccine if it's gone? They're so upset at people questioning their motivation, but th- they they leave you in the dark for this stuff. Like, like with that vaccine you're talking about for Omicron and taking Regeneron away. No wonder why people doubt them. I wonder why. You wonder why everybody's confused in this country. Right. There you go. Right there. They do stuff that makes no sense whatsoever. Well, let's clear up a little bit of confusion for you. Okay. I, I will never go forward not believing Trump's going to run again. Not after what happened yesterday. So what happened? I missed this. So please explain. They don't know exactly where the course was, but Trump was playing golf, of course. They think that now that the New York Post identified it as Trump uh, National as the golf course. And he's with a, with a party of something. And some guy who's taking the video as Trump's teeing off, <laughs> he introduces him as the president. The 45th president of the U.S. Right. Trump corrected him in a kind kind of way. 45th president of the United States. 45th and 47th. 47th. Yes. I love that. I love that. Mr. Trump. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Wow. Holy cow. (laughs) And then he tees off and... I'm, I'm no golf expert. I'm not. I can't critique anybody's uh, golf shot. But then everybody's like, "Oh, beautiful, beautiful." <laughs> yeah, he could have gone in the water. They'd probably say, "Beautiful, beautiful." He is the former president. You know, like the guy or not, he's the former president. Show some respect for the office. I was like, he must have been around here. He's probably he was probably was. In Jupiter. He was either what Jupiter or West Palm. Yeah, either one of those. I think I couldn't really tell from the background, but that's what the New York uh, Post said. It was Trump National. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, wow. But they don't. He's not. He's not clueless. <laughs> he knows that the guy had a phone yeah. with him, and he knows that's going to go viral. Of course, he knows that. That he's. He, that's he, a good way to get the word out there without making an official statement, too. Yeah, he just wants uh, Joe Biden to start looking over his shoulder. That's all. <laughs> if, if he could find his shoulder, maybe he would. But. The next time somebody takes a golf course video, he's going to go 45th, 47th, 48th, and 49th. <laughs> I'm just going to keep running. <laughs> I'm going to stay here, whether you want me or not. <laughs> 45th, 47th, and 50th. <laughs> that was pretty funny, know. though. That was a great thing to say. And he's right. It gets picked up almost instantly. Yep. Boom. See you later. goes viral. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's just the nature of the beast. Uh, what does the bomb cyclone winter storm uh, in the northeast mean to us? It means more people moving down here. That's what it means. Yeah, but don't go to Lakeland. Just saying. Why? That's where Grady Judd is. Uh, well, it could be why they got that problem in Lakeland. We'll talk uh, about it. Oh, <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. We got that and a lot more. And it's coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. This is Jen. I'm Bill. Keep it here. <laughs> It is the South Florida Morning Show. Uh, Jen's back in the studio. We got Diener back. He's back off the grid. Bill's still on the COVID hotline, and Karen's got more news coming up. So that's where we stand. That's yeah. it. Uh, update your scorecards. And then, but when do you come back to the studio? Uh, September. Okay. <laughs> Yesterday it was August. <laughs> he's getting even, you know, Diener, for that time I took like four months off. I understand. Yes, yeah, so he maybe December it'll be tomorrow, so. Well, yeah, I, it's, well, you were in a coma, Jen. I don't know if I can. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, and you only have COVID 
Sniffle, yeah, I sniffle. <laughs> I, th- I, I think I might have been worse than you, Bill, and I didn't even have COVID, so I don't know what that says about me. Yeah, you see, that's the other thing, too, that's confusing people. It's like the typical winter mung is going around. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like, ugh, and everybody's got it. I know. Everybody's got it. And you can so. get both. Yeah. And you know what? I'm telling you, what did we talk about yesterday? Starting, I can, I, I would almost guarantee it, starting next year, you'll get the co-flu yep. shot. Yep. It's a COVID flu shot all in one. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think so. And that's what you're going to get. And if you don't get it, you get sick. It's your own fault. That's what they'll tell you. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> it's just Jen's like, I say, uh, let them suffer. You know, well, no, that's what the CDC says. And that's what the president should have said from day one. If you're vaccinated, you have a far less chance of getting really sick or going to the hospital or dying. Right. If he had said that, that might have instilled people to go and get boosted or vaccinated or whatever. People, yeah, that's what people understand. It's like then it's a, there's an incentive to go get it, and they're like, "Oh, okay, all right." Yeah, it makes sense. If they just were, the, if they were truthful about the whole thing at the beginning, look, everybody's going to wind up getting this thing. But if you get vaccinated, you probably get it less. Okay, right. That makes sense. Well, look at you. You know, you, yeah, you're vaccinated, boosted. You got all the shots, and you still you still got it, but you got a cold. That's about it. I mean, still congested. That's about it. But I never would have known. I mean, if this was 2019, I would have said, I can't shake this stupid congestion. Right. That was about it. Yeah. And, and I'm sure a million other people, if not 10 million other people, would say the same exact thing. All right. So uh, back in the swamp, this is getting interesting because the Democrats are, you know what another angle is on this with the whole thing about Stephen Breyer, uh, Supreme Court Justice, stepping down or being told to step down? Doesn't this tell you? Because everyone is saying they're forcing them out because they want to get their vote in now because they think they're going to get swamped in the midterm elections. Right. They think they're going to lose the Senate, so that's why they're in such a hurry now. Here's what Chucky Schumer said. In the Senate, we want to be deliberate. We want to move quickly. We want to get this done as soon as possible. Uh Of course you do. (laughs) But will they? I, 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 you know what? I don't know enough about all of these nominees that they, boy, wasn't it amazing that that list came out like almost immediately? I was like, holy cow. They, I think it's like obituaries for old people. They're already written. In this case, they already have the list put together and they have an idea of, you know, if, if, you know, uh, one of the other ones should have left, you know, who would replace him or her. Um, In this case, it's a woman that, well, she went to school here in South Florida, graduated from high school in Miami in 1988. Uh, Here's here's the gotcha. Here's the two things that are in her favor. One, she's obviously very competent, but she sits on the 11th District Court of Appeals, which is traditionally where they pick the nominees for Supreme Court justice. Most of them come from there. Uh, And she um, was a clerk for Breyer for many years. So he already knows her. Everyone knows her. You know, the people, the other justices already know who she is. So I think she's going to be the, the sure win. Plus, she's got a really cool name, Katanji Brown Jackson. That's a way cool name. It sounds like a name we're going to be talking about in, in 15 years. Yeah. And the deciding vote of the Supreme Court went to Katanji Brown Jackson. <laughs> yeah, she's just got a cool name. I'm like, yeah. good for her, you know. Uh, by the way, was it just me? Were you surprised at how long Breyer had sat on the Supreme Court? I was like, I forgot the guy was even there. He was, we talked about him a couple of months ago. Remember saying he's getting pretty old? Is he 83? And it was 94 when he got right. nominated, I, I guess, I think or confirmed. He might be 81. I, he's, he's in his 80s. Either way, he does. He looks, put it this way, he looks a hell of a lot better than Nancy Pelosi. Yes, he does. And he's about the same age. But he, I think he, they said he'd been there, what, 35 years? I was like, a long time. I was like, holy cow, I forgot the guy was even there. Hmm. You know, it, it, unless they make waves, you never hear about them. Or they Yesterday, write a children's book. When the news broke, of course, right after we got off the show. Of course. Everybody started thinking about Merrick Garland. 
Because remember, he was the one that uh, they blocked with the filibuster, the Republicans did originally. Right. And he's now head of the Justice Department and all this other stuff. But then that changed because everybody remembered, oh, that's right. He can't do it. He's white. Because of what <laughs> Biden said on the campaign trail. That's so the true. The next Supreme Court nominee in his administration will be black and will be female. And Saki reiterated that yesterday. The president has uh, stated and reiterated his commitment to nominating a black woman to the Supreme Court and certainly uh, stands by that. Uh, it's, it's, it's race-based. Sorry. I it, mean, that's the priority over this woman's very strong credentials. It's, right. She fits a certain demographic category. She does. I mean, they're admitting it. And I, I, a couple of things about Ketanji Brown Jackson. We, we're not saying she's not qualified. By the way, she was the one who replaced Merrick Garland at the 11th District Court. Mm. <laughs> she was his replacement. So, I mean, a lot of people know who she is. But you're right. In certain instances, for example, uh, you need brain surgery. Do you want somebody based on the fact that they're Catholic or because they're talented? <laughs> so, I, you know, there comes a point in life when certain positions are available or you're aspiring to be that, you know, position or in that position. It has to be based on your, your merit, your abilities, not because you're, uh, you know, you're Jewish, you're Catholic, you're black, you're white, you're green, you're purple. I'm sorry, but I'm not saying anything about Katanji Brown Jackson not being qualified by any stretch. But shouldn't qualifications come first? Uh, you would think. I mean, if we are supposed to be colorblind, that shouldn't be the determining factor. And so far, it is. I mean, that's, that is put uh, prioritized higher on the list than their qualifications. And that's wrong. I, it is. I, I agree. And, 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 but she kind of fits all the boxes anyway. But still, how do you, how do you think she feels? That, that's what I, I would love to talk to her just to ask her that question. That it's your color that puts you at the top of the list, not your ability and your history of, you know, you're being a great judge. I wonder Probably if that doesn't care. You don't think so? Okay. Oprah always said, she goes, I don't care. She goes, I'm here because of because of affirmative action. I don't care. Hmm. She said that it was in her book. OK, so, uh, yeah, OK, well, who knows? I got a feeling, though, we'll be you're right. We'll be talking about uh, Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson for many years to come. Most likely. Yeah. And uh, your relatives in the Northeast. And this oh. does affect us. They're talking about this today. Oh, boy. I get the bread of milk. It's a bomb cyclone, not just a snowstorm. It's a cyclone. Okay, so what is a bomb cyclone? What is a bomb cyclone? I mean, it's, what is uh, the definition? Just a big snowstorm? A blizzard? It's, it's any snowstorm they talk about on the Weather Channel, except this one involves Jim Cantori. Okay. Okay. That's the that's the that definition. Uh, they're saying it's going to hit t starting tomorrow night. I, I they're although they have already called all kinds of state of emergencies in both your state and my state, home states, Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Uh, they're saying anywhere from eight to sixteen inches of snow. But the big deal is uh, it's the wind. They're saying possibly sixty mile an hour winds. And what happens is if you've never been in the cold. The power lines freeze. They're very brittle. You get a wind come in and boom, and they've got power lines falling all over the place. So that could be the problem. Who knows? All but right. Here, here's how it relates to us. We'll do this next. This means more people in Florida and more people in one specific county. Yes. Than any. It, actually, it's, I think, 12th in the country. Wow. Yeah, it's way up there. It never used to be crowded. I'm telling you, I think it's Grady Judge. At least it's not down here. we got that to talk about and uh, more in headlines. All next, the South Florida Morning Show. This is Jen. I'm Bill. Keep it here. And news is coming up top of the hour. Karen, do you have an update for us on anything? Just a little bit of news yesterday, right? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, I do have an update. The search continues for the 38 possible survivors of the 
uh, Fort Pierce Inlet yeah. two wow. days after a 25-foot boat carrying 40 migrants capsized. There was one guy clinging to the boat. One body was found, but everybody else is missing. And the migrants' country of origin still unknown. So I don't know if, God forbid, something's going to wash up or whatever, but it's horrible. Uh, Boy, that was a rough, rough story. Yes, yeah, oh. very rough. And it's about to get really cold. Uh, so anyway, the Coast Guard continues to look. That more yeah. coming up. Yeah, they do. They're in, they do incredible work. They really. Work. You ever saw that uh, movie, The Perfect Storm? Yes. I know you saw that, Jan. Yeah. Or you might have too. Where they went in and rescued some of these people in oh, that yeah. thing. They they jump in the middle of thirty foot waves like it's no problem. Yeah. It, the, the, and the Coast Guard here has said they're not giving up. And you know, yesterday we talked about this bill just to go off track a stand for mm-hmm. a second. We were like, why is this not getting national attention? Well, the sad part about it is we didn't hear it until about it till Wednesday, and they've been looking since Saturday. Yeah. You got yeah, thirty eight people missing. I'm like, this is crazy. Why isn't anybody talking about this? these poor people just because, what, they didn't live here originally? That's not right. Man. Not right. Tough deal. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen. The uh, Diener's back there, too, on Bill. Hey. And Karen's got more news, like we said, coming up top of the hour. Well, um, the big news yesterday really was about the potential, and apparently he didn't like the information leaked already. And there's another story out that says he didn't even want to leave the bench, but just as Breyer is uh, saying goodbye to the Supreme Court, and of course that means an opening, which of course means a big, huge congressional fight in the Senate. Yeah, it's, it should be interesting. Uh, by the way, he is 83. You were right, uh, Stephen Breyer. Uh, I guess he was trying to keep that he was being pushed out or that he was thinking about retiring or going to announce it at the end of this term with the, the Supreme Court, and then all of a sudden somebody leaked it. Oh, he's gone. They're going to make the announcement today, and I think he was probably more shocked than most people. But what was even more shocking to me was I forgot that he'd been on the bench for like 30 odd years. So I was like, holy cow, he's been there he a long time. He was there a long time. He was kind of like the one, I don't know, just me personally. I never really thought about him too much. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He, you know the names of probably five other Supreme Court yeah. justices far before his. You know, he comes and unless, of course, he came from your hometown and you remember that. Mm. Uh, what and, and they were quick and that would be the media. They were quick to point out that once he's gone, President Biden on the campaign trail said what? He would be the first president to nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court. Here it is. And uh, yesterday they came out with the short list, I guess. I didn't realize, though, that one woman, they ate her middle last name's Gardner, but her, her, it's a hyphenated name. It's Abrams Gardner. That's Stacey Abrams' sister, huh? Yep. I didn't and she's high on the list. Like, she's on the finalist list. Yeah, she's like third. Uh, though I, we keep on saying it's going to be this uh, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. Uh, born here in Miami, went to school in South Florida. Uh, she was, she's on the 11th District Court of Appeals. She replaced Merrick Garland on that court. She was a clerk for, Justin, for Justice Breyer. I think she's kind of like the sure, sure win. But, uh, and then it was Leandra Kruger from California. And then... Stacey Abrams' sister. So you're right. She's third on the list. And then one more name. What? It's a long shot, but it's been asked. It's been talked about. No. By some some leading experts. (laughs) They're talking about possibly, could it happen, Kamala Harris becomes a Supreme Court justice. You know who asked the question directly? Little Peter Ducey back at the White House press room yesterday. He said to Saki, would he nominate her? The president has every intention, uh, as he said before of running for re-election, 
and for running for re-election with uh, Vice President Harris on the ticket as his partner. I don't think it's going to happen, but it's fun to think about because yeah, the scenario you talked about before, she would be the deciding vote for herself. Yeah, so it comes <laughs> down to, you know, it's a 50-50 vote, the Senate and the, the representatives, and they can't figure out who they and She decides she's the swing vote. So she's going to say no to herself going on the Supreme Court. It's going to be, you know what, there's got to be a law that if you have any vote as to whether or not yourself gets anywhere, you should be taken out of contention. I mean, come on. You know, if that what if it did come down to that and she goes, of course, I'm going to vote yes to put me on the Supreme Court. I think she'd vote no. She'd say it's not enough money. Yeah, but look at the perks you get. Come on. You get clothes for the rest of your life. You got a job for the rest of your life. That's another thing. There should be terms on Supreme Court justices. Uh, that Yeah, that that debate has certainly come up a lot again recently yeah, well, when, it, when Breyer's age came up again. But yeah, he's pretty sharp still, apparently. Yeah, but you know what? He looks really good for 83. <laughs> Put him side by side with Nancy Pelosi. Tell me who's older. So he's supposed to confirm it today. Does that happen with it? Does he actually have? I don't think I've ever seen like a Supreme Court justice come out and do a press conference. Hey, that's a great question. Does he uh, come out there like in the robe and... Either that or he'll just, you know, send out a press release. You know, his team will say, I think he's going to come out. Yeah, I would assume you always you don't want to see the Supreme Court as Supreme Court justice as a, an, a regular American citizen in like a suit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he comes out with shorts and, a, and sandals. You're going to be like, who the hell's that? I, I am pretty sure if he does do it, he'd have a robe on. Or does I hope one he gets of, to keep the robe for the rest of his retired career. And he does like TikTok videos of him in his life. He's like, here's me, miniature golfing. He's in the robe. <laughs> Here's me at Chuck E. Cheese with the grandkids. That would be awesome. He'd be an instant, instant hit on TikTok. He'd have like 100 million followers. He'd be like, okay, you go, Chief Justice or Justice, you know, Supreme Court Justice. That'd be oh, fun. Boy. See, you would do that. I nominate Bill Adams to replace That's right. Breyer on the Supreme Court just so I can see you in your robe. If only I was a black female that was qualified and had a law degree and actually yeah, well, had any credibility. But, you know, yeah. I just don't know how you can... Biden took no flack, and he said that during the campaign trail, without anybody specific in mind. He said, whoever I nominate, if it comes to that, it'll be a an African-American female. Well, there's your... There, because you said that first before you knew any names, that, right. that was the qualification. That's he like, took no heat for that. Uh, yeah, and, and okay, just imagine if Trump had said that. Oh, oh my God. My God, what's wrong with you? You want to put a female up there. You know, what about, you know, what about men? What about this? What about that? It, he would have gotten backlash if he had said he wanted to put a dog on the Supreme Court, for goodness right. sakes. But that's because it was Trump. But you're right. Insert, and, and I believe me, I, I've already said this, uh, Katanji, she's just got like a cool name. I think we'll be talking about her for years to come. Katanji Brown-Jackson. She's the front runner. Uh, I'm not taking away anything from this woman's qualifications. She's on the 11th District Court of Appeals. She yeah. was a, a clerk for Stephen Breyer. So, I mean, the woman is, you know, she's pretty, she's all, I think it's all Harvard, too. Harvard undergrad, Harvard Law. A very bright woman. But... When it comes to certain positions, like the president of the United States, like a Supreme Court justice, should not merit play the factor first and not your religion, your race, your color, whatever the case may be. I think it should be based on your qualifications. Yep. All right, so we talked about the uh, bad weather in the Northeast. It means more people coming to Florida. It happens every single time they get one of these bomb cyclones. But Ooh. now we know specifically what county is getting the most people. This is pretty amazing, too. And they, what they're saying now is it's a new study from FAU and FIU, as a matter of fact. Buying a home in Polk County, uh. Great, Grady Judd territory, uh, you will pay, on average, 40% more for the average price of a home. 
They have wow. they, they said it's the highest historic pricing, highest in 12th in the nation, highest in the state. Even so, more than even more than Palm Beach. Even more than Palm Beach. 40 wow. they, they say the average price is 40% above value. And they're and they're selling them hand over fist. They, remember when I told you when I went to Tampa? Yep. To Bush Gardens, I was shocked at how much development there was, especially just east of Tampa. And that's where this is all taking place. The most overvalued housing market in the country. Want to take a guess what city? And it's not what you would think. Think. Uh, Vegas. No. Boise, Idaho. Oh, wow. What is going on in Boise, Idaho? So they say the average price of a home there is 77% above average price. That's where Californians are going. They're going to Boise, Idaho? Really? Yeah, they're getting Idaho and uh, ah, Montana, aren't they? I don't there know. you go. That, that would explain it then. And we get the New Yorkers. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> speaking of the Northeast, frustration, I, I think people have just completely, totally lost it. There's a group of women that gather just outside of Boston on a <laughs> high school football field, and they just scream. I like the well, They literally just scream their frustrations out. I, I think it's wonderful because it beats screaming at their husbands or their kids. It's scary. It's wonderful, actually. All right, we got that and the latest on uh, Governor Ron DeGeneron, the fight, and uh, trying to get that back. It's all coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen. I'm Bill. Keep it here. We get-